of the winter, but it's upon us, and uh, it's great to be together. It's great to have this time to have uh, our Vision Sunday today. Amen? Amen. And uh, I don't know about you, but I love this church so much. I'm so grateful for every one of you. And uh, it's incredible when I look at all the faces and see uh, how God has worked in each of our lives. And uh, I just want to just say I appreciate you. Let's give each other a hand, guys. We are fired up to be here. We're disciples. We're heaven bound. Um, Today we're going to be speaking on a fresh vision for the church. Um, We're going into our... Uh, ninth year now, we're, we're, we are very much getting uh, a little too big for this room. Amen. We are continually growing and expanding. And today we're going to be talking about really the vision for 2019 and really uh, what God did in 2018. Amen. And we have a Jesse B, uh, that will be doing a communion message, speaking a little bit about his journey, uh, being a part of planting this church. And then we're also going to hear from Steve Smith. Uh, who is our administrator and is going to be speaking about just uh, financially and also spiritually what we can do to be self-supported and to be stronger as a church. Amen. Amen. And uh, we're excited about that. So uh, let's jump in, guys. Vision Sunday. Vision Sunday. How is your vision? Maybe you're like, I just wanted to get here. Wasn't thinking so much about vision. But hopefully our eyes can be lifted about vision because... When someone asks you, hey, what are you dreaming for the church? What do you think about? What are you dreaming for Maine and missions in Maine? I was talking to Cody and Kendra on, uh, the other day, uh, yesterday, and they were dreaming of do- going up north and reaching people. And I know that we are excited about that. And so many open people and so many people all over Maine are open. The northerner you get, she said, the more open they get. And so if we figure out Portland, we can take Maine, you know, um, because I do believe there's a lot of God-fearing people that are searching for, for, for God right now. And it just takes us owning the church and going after it. And so uh, before we think about Maine, let's just think about our neighbor. Let's just think about us being great disciples. Let's just start with the small things. And those small things add up to being huge things. And so I want us to not think of this grandiose thing. Today I want you to more think about you. Because you're the vision of God for this church. You growing as a Christian. You maturing as a Christian. You raising up, you know, to all that Jesus meant you to be. To reach your full potential as a disciple. You know, that's what I want you to think about today. Because if we all do that, will we not grow in a tremendous way? Will we not see miracles? Amen. So we're just going to go through this a little bit and talk a little bit about what God did in 2018 and then also what we're praying about for 2019 as a leadership. Amen. Amen. So this is my church is our theme for uh, the winter here. We're going to be speaking about this is my church. Whose church is it? My church. And there's a sense that as we all, you know, a lot of us have just become Christians. A lot of us, you know, a couple of years into it. And we're, we're just trying to go, this is my Jesus, right? This is my Bible. Where is my Bible? This is, this is what I believe, right? And now it's turning into, now I, I, I really understand Jesus. I really am mature now. Now, let's make the church great. 
You know, as Jesus said after three years of, of being with Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. And now it's time for us to be like Peter and feed God's sheep. Amen? amen. And to be that, to be a leader. All of us are leaders. Amen? All of us have that in us. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that um, throughout these next couple weeks. It's going to be really awesome. Um, uh, but just thinking about the theme, Jesus says in Matthew 16... I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock, I will build whose church? My church. My church. Jesus is the first person to say church uh, in the New Testament. In the book of Matthew, he says, this is my church. I'm going to build my church. And the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Amen. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loosed on earth will be loosed in heaven. Jesus first says, this is my church. And as we are with Jesus, amen, amen. he's like, this is my church. You know, a lot of people think, well, I can be a Christian without being a part of the church. That's like saying you can be in a relationship with me and not like my wife. That's hard. That's hard. I'm going to have a little feelings with that. Like, wait, why won't you come over? Well, I like you, but your wife... She really is prickly. That's hard. I can't even. I think it goes the other way around usually because no one like dislikes Danielle. But this is my wife. This is my church. This is. I will build her up. I will. I'm going to build her up. And then Jesus tells Peter, "I'm giving you the keys to my church, and I'm asking you to to build it on the rock." of the statement, Jesus is the Son of God. Amen? And then he says, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. That's super intense to think about that fact that our actions affect heaven and earth. They not only affect earth, they affect heaven. And so we need to take ownership. Amen? This is my church. And I love the song, Rise Up, O Men of God. I wish it was like more of a, rise up, O women and men of God. Rise up, O people of God. Maybe we should change it up. You like the NIV changed it up a lot of the scriptures. But it says, rise up and make her great. That's one of the verses. And it's, it's, it's our privilege. The only eternal work that you can do in this life is building up God's kingdom. You know, we do amazing things at our jobs. And I respect so many people that are doing great things. But what we do in the church is eternal. And it's never in vain. And that's what's special about building God's church. Amen? Amen. Um, he says a couple things. I will build my church on the rock. The gates of Hades will not overcome it. Whatever you bind in or loose on earth, I will bind in heaven. Wow. So our actions do impact eternity. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Then he says here in Ephesians 4, instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. From him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, that's us, that's the leadership, that's us being leaders, grows and builds itself up in love. As what? Each part does its work. See, we can't be great is if you don't understand how vital you are to building this church. In every respect... You know, it, you ever hurt your pinky toe on your foot? Poor Tim Conley. 
he came over for, to study the Bible with my with, with uh, my son Josh, and he slammed his toe, and he was walking like this around the house. And I was like, Tim, are you okay? He's like, I think I broke my toe. And if you would have saw his curled up toes, and it just, I felt so bad for him, you know. It's good now. He was maybe a little feeling like it was broken, but it wasn't. But it, it affects your whole body, doesn't it? And so each of us does that in a good way and in a challenging way sometimes. It says, speak the truth in love. This year, we got to speak the truth in love to one another and to others. Amen? In love. The truth is what builds up. Amen? The truth of Jesus Christ. The truth of God's word. We will grow. Amen? Then it says, become in every respect the mature body of Jesus. Wow. In every respect, the mature body of Jesus. So Jesus is the head. We are his body. You ever just take apart, you know, uh, men and put different bodies and heads on them? They look kind of weird. You know what I mean? That's kind of maybe how we look a little bit. Jesus has got this head. It's perfectly symmetrical and good spiritually. And then we come on there and we're like, whoa, what's up with that? But the grace of God keeps us looking like the body. Amen. But our goal is to mature and, and match the head. That is Jesus. And that takes time, and that takes effort, and that takes everyone's involvement. Amen? Each part doing its work. So let's share a little bit about what's going on, and we're going to go rather quickly through this. 2018, good news, guys. A lot of good news happened. And I just want to remind us, we started with nine team members. And now we're over 100 most Sundays. It's so encouraging to see that. We praise God for that. Um, this last year, nine amazing, beautiful, wonderful souls were added to God's kingdom. And some of you guys, I'm looking at you guys right now. It's awesome. It's just, we're so happy for you guys. And it's hard to imagine, like, the church not having Laura in it. It's hard, you know, to, to have you, you. It's hard to think about the church not having Katie in it. Or John Paul. It's just hard to imagine, isn't it? It's hard to imagine that. And each one of you I feel that about. But that's what the beautiful thing about adding to God's kingdom. We see that, amen? Two babies were born physically. And kids' kingdom is bursting out of the seams. And Ignatius is giving me a nod as he's feeling the amazing responsibility of kids' kingdom. Casco Bay Youth Ministry began, and two teens are studying the Bible. Really awesome. We established our family groups, which is super exciting. Just had a workshop yesterday. We're only going to go, that, that's really how we're going to build the church in a major way through our family groups. Um, we raised over $12,000 for special missions. We grew in our understanding of worship. We had a whole summer on that. That was really awesome. Daryl Owens spoke on race and the gospel, which was truly inspiring and encouraging. Focus on good news tremendously edified the church. And we launched a new church app, which is awesome. It's awesome. So another thing that happened is that Kendra Bishop now was given uh, a Nessum grant. And she is our new campus intern, which is really awesome. Really awesome. I'm making her turn red. She wasn't ready for that. But we're so excited. And Brandon is continuing leading the campus. And we're faithful in what God's going to do. Give it up for Brandon Owens. Look at Brandon is behind the football. Great. 
Where's Brandon at? Yeah, Brandon. All right. He's the goat. So again, we have this awesome app that's that's we're we're, we're able to give on. Uh, we want to make sure you download it. Home screen sermons, all these things are great. Um, now we look forward to 2019. And the first thing I want to say is we're going to have a lot of fun in 2019. I'm already having fun right now. Carl came to me the other day and said, we're going to have, bro, we need to have more fun in the church. So he's like, we're bringing back Ball of the Beautiful. Yeah. We're, we're going to be doing karaoke. Remember, Chris, you and I? Eye of the Tiger, bro. Eye of the Tiger. Um, but we're going to be doing lots of fun events and having a lot of fun. But here's what we're dreaming of for 2019. We are praying that God brings 24 people to Christ this year. Amen? That's over twice as much from last year. I believe we're in a great place to do that. We increase our financial sacrifice and generosity. We're praying that we give uh, 50% more in revenue so that we can get to that self-supported status. That is a huge jump, but our God can do it. Amen? And I want to encourage us to be praying about that. Please pray for us to get self-support. Maybe that could be a prayer of yours, weekly at least, if not daily. We want to reach our special missions goal. We want to give to Hope Worldwide. Um, We want to train our family groups. And we just did that yesterday. It was awesome on making a big impact with our small groups, strengthening new Christians through updating the follow-up studies, hosting new Christian class series three times a year. And we want to really help every Christian be equipped with the Bible studies on the app, the follow-up studies on the app, so that everyone could lead a study. If you're on a desert island and you have the app and a Bible, hopefully you get reception. But eventually, I don't need the app. A lot of us don't need the app anymore because we've done it a lot. But to start off, we all needed some sort of help. Amen? And everyone leading a Bible study this year would be awesome. Um, We're going to form a new communications team to just, for outreach and encouragement, we're going to grow in our corporate worship um, through just teaching on it as well as practicing it. It's going to be great. Um, I love worship. Uh, we're going we're gonna to just be praying about increasing our midweek and family group attendance because I believe that's a true sign of commitment. And I want to encourage us, if we can, get work off and make sure that we're there. Amen? Family groups is how we're going to build this church. And you'd say, what's more important, church or family group? I would say both. Yeah. Both are truly, truly important. Uh, we want to uh, provide resources and update the most inspiring of them all. Update the church bylaws. And renew our board of directors. Which, that is super important as a corporation organization that we are. But I believe it's, it's really important in maturing as a, uh, a body of Christ in, in, this, in the world we live in. Amen? So... All this, you can hear a lot of things, right? You can hear a lot of things that go, what do I do now with all this? You just have to rest in the wonderful power of Jesus Christ and be prayerful. Amen? Amen. Have an open heart today. We are dreaming big, but little by little, we can reach these dreams. Amen? And so what my wife said would be a good thing, we talked about this. She commanded this. No. She, she, she suggested, you know, it's, it can be overwhelming to see all these uh, dreams and go, whoa, how are we going to do this? But just thinking about the fact that what if we, what do we, what can we do today? What can we do today to build up the church? And what we can do today is pray about 10 friends that we love and care about. And 
and invite them. And so on your uh, chair, there's these little packets here that we put together. And I want to give a shout out to Evan, Coma, Jared, Cody, Kendra, and Brandon, because they put all this together for us. And this is a lot of work, guys. Actually, this is a ton of work to do. They put together these, and they are essentially, um, each of these have a little uh, paper clip here. And we have two services that you can invite them to. The Super Bowl, which is at 4.30. Not everyone is thinking of coming to church on Super Bowl, amen? Although we're going to have a lot of people like we always do. But if they can't come to that, we have the regular invitation that you can invite them to. And the big thing I want you to do is first pray over these 10 friends of yours. I just want you to invite 10. In the next three weeks, pray about, I want to invite 10 people. There's someone who I'm coaching with today. And I thought, wow, they reached out to me. Hey, can we drive together and talk? And I'm like, wow, that's God calling me to invite them. What if you don't have 10 friends? It's a great question. So if you don't have 10 friends... That's real right there. Pray to meet 10 friends that you can meet. Now, friends, Jesus called people friends and he just met that day. Um, and so I want to encourage you just to think about, okay, you know, and if, if, when we just pray about this, sometimes a lot of ideas open up. You know, the, one of the things that happened, Danielle and I were praying years ago, who could we invite to our Crazy Love series service? And we thought about Janet. Oh, Janet's fired up right there. And, and I said, well, she's our, she, she, she's, she's our um, you know, uh, amazing uh, preschool nursery teacher. Um, she does a great job with Noah. Let's invite her. You know? And, and we, it was a very cold day. And it was very quick. And I said, would you like to come to the crazy love service? You know? And she was like, yes. That would be amazing. And I was like. You know, you get surprised. But that was God's Holy Spirit moving. And now, uh, my new uh, name for Janet is Tabitha. She is such an amazing woman. Her new name is Tabitha. And she's a woman of great encouragement in the church. So, um, just be praying about this. We also have the calendars on each seat. We're excited about the new year. Um, we're going to be uh, posting this stuff so that you can be praying over. If you can, pray over the dreams and goals. That would be awesome. But today is going to be an awesome service. Let's open our hearts and let's say a word of prayer. Father in heaven, we're grateful for this time. And for the time to be able to worship you. And to dream, God. Lord, we could never dream if it wasn't for you. We have no ability to build your church without you. And God, as John 15, 5 says, uh, Lord, we are the branches. You are the vine. If a, if a man or woman abides in me or remains in me, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do no thing. And God, we, we confess that we cannot build a church. But together, being remaining in Jesus, we can, Lord. We can bear much fruit, both in our spiritual lives individually as well as collectively. We pray for the best year the church has ever had this year. Amen. And that, God, you'd work through this service and many of the days in this year to do mighty things. God, we, this is your church, and this is our church. And together, as co-laborers, we, we confess we need you deeply. But we know, God, 
the miracles are about to come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. We'll continue our worship. Christ, the Lamb of God, your gift of